Gospel Service Radio. in one basket. I was specially chosen to make sure that the stink from the basket does not escape. And since I've been warned, a few people have tried to escape. Uh, most of them have been recaptured. Those that haven't have been killed or drowned in the bay. No one has ever escaped from Alcatraz. Welcome, everyone, to the Sun Cinema Podcast, a weekly radio show that examines the highs and lows of the medium of film through the filtered lens of Washington, D.C.'s only privately owned art house cinema. I'm your host, Jason Cauley. I'm joined, of course, by my co-hosts and the proprietors of Sun Cinema, David Cabrera and Ryan Hunter Mitchell. Gentlemen. Jason, you sound... So cool. Better than ever. <laughs> You're sounding great. Man, can we just keep the escape from New York? Can we just have John Carpenter come in studio one time and just... Like live score the show, yeah. Yeah, make yeah. us sound better. Yeah. No new stuff. <laughs> yeah, no new shit. Come on, man. <laughs> Play the Play hits. Play the hits. <laughs> uh, that was uh, Escape from Al- That was a clip from Escape from Alcatraz, which you missed this weekend. But, Wait, was that Escape from Alcatraz or Escape from New York? Well, I played the music. Well, we made oh, a mashup. Oh, we did a mashup. I was we wondering. A- I was confused by that, actually. So we have an in-studio producer. I know. I that was good. To That's how it whip should us have up. I know. Yeah. Yeah, can you just... Oh, you're going to Android us. I get it now. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, you guys are cut. I'm just going to mash things up. Hey, everybody. Hey, listeners. It's election day, right? Hello. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're it's probably bi- not going to It's abysmal out there. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, it's pretty gross out. Um, got rained on a bit on the way here. Happy, happy voting. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Um, oh, it's definitely a bad thing. The rain? Yeah. Are we gonna are we gonna break that down right now? <laughs> well, actually when you're looking at the facts, if you look at nineteen ninety two was a actually a high rain year and a lot of people don't know that uh, I'm sure it's bad. It's gotta be bad. It's hard to get to the polls. Now, lefty relief pitchers when when it's raining on a Tuesday, they tend to vote ah. Democrat. Enough of today. You're not gonna listen to this tomorrow, so we're gonna tell you about yesterday and last week. How was that? <laughs> <was> really deep. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys, how was everyone had a good Halloween? <laughs> yeah, I had a fun one. So, if you're listening, you heard our Halloween podcast last week. Maybe. 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 And Maybe it was, it's your first time listening. Okay. Well, we are Sun Cinema. We have a small <laughs> art house cinema up the street. Up the street in Mount Pleasant. We talk about our programming and. Uh, Depending on Jason, the show. you tell it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and many so, other things. But on, on Wednesday, on Halloween, um, here at Full Service Radio, Jack likes to foster a very collaborative environment that brings people from the community together to talk about mutual interests and how they intersect. And he really got a good intersection on Wednesday for Halloween because they asked us to stop in for Washington City Papers Halloween uh, Podcast. It was a marathon. It was a marathon. We were here from nine to basically what one thirty? Yeah, one thirty. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, about one one (laughs) thirty. Too late. (laughs) 
And of course, it it. I was only here for the uh, the <laughs> when it turned into a carnival, more or less. When the spooky vibes totally kicked yeah, in. Yeah, you tell. How was the night before we showed? Yeah, up? so was we it? were there like telling ghost stories and playing spooky music. And uh, Matt from City Paper had some friends come in, and it was it was actually great. Uh, and then Ryan got here, and we started playing <laughs> clips, and, and, and that was and a they lot know of fun. T- they know a ton about film. Yeah, like, they do. I think one of the guys was a film critic, maybe. Um, yeah, Matt. No, the other dude. Oh, Alan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It was pretty straightforward and, and great. And then uh, <laughs> the wheels kind of fell off the wagon. I think it started when the uh, two, two basically people from the hotel, like, like customers at the hotel, they were dressed as the king and queens of hearts, right? Dead. Yep. The yeah. dead king of queen of hearts. Yeah. Man, I wish I had a clip of him ready. Um, or king of queens. Haha. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. wish. So... Um, they they were pretty good guests for for people randomly walking by the studio trying to get on the show, like there was a there was a discussion about he had his own personal ghost stories. Uh, yeah, he was. He, I thought both of them were. Marielle made fun guests. of his ghost. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> broke down how unscary his ghost was, <laughs> and he was like, "But that was my ghost. Like I was a kid. Come on." <laughs> he was an aspiring comedian. Yeah, um, that was fun. Then Ryan brought in uh, an older woman from the neighborhood who said she had some spooky stories, which really turned out to be her talking about dating a black guy back in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. can I preface this? I didn't mean to bring her in. I, went, I didn't know at the time. I went to get a drink, and she was at the door, calling at the door. She saw that some guests had got in, and she had slammed her wine and worked up the courage to come on the show. I mean, I loved it. I want more of that. Well, it might happen. Um, <laughs> but she... Was trying to get on, and I came back. I was like, "Oh, can I help you?" She's like, "Oh yeah, I'd like to get on the show." And I was like, "Well, okay, we're doing a ghost. We're doing like ghost stories. If you want, like, cool. Let's just think up uh, like, how are you going to come in? This could be fine." Sure. She's like, "You don't want me on because I'm old." I'm like, "That's not even the truth at all. I'm just letting you know that there's almost a, a cohesive thing going on." Right. <laughs> and then at she, that point, more so. She was like, "I'll talk about." The ghosts of Adams Morgan. I'm like, great. She's like, yeah, the things that aren't here anymore. Like, the places that have closed. I was like, okay, good. Cool. Close <laughs> enough. Yeah, close enough. And then she's just like, I came here in the 80s. Uh, there used to be a club on Florida. What's the name of it, guys, with the computer? I dated a black guy. Yeah. Do you have any, do you have any good clips from her? I'm trying to look for, I'm trying to look for oh, this. Oh, I don't know that we should. Lower income whites. Well, but let's look at what it is now. But she's not low income and look, I'm not look, low look, income. Look, look. Uh, oh, of course. Okay. I'm just saying when people say walk out colored, pull right. color out of the conversation. Right. Well, okay. I'll narrate this. This is Ryan and uh, the older woman. It might be. And uh, having no, a debate here know. about gentrification. At, at the end of the night. Oh, I no. do have to Listen, say. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Everything you're saying is so it good. I just want to make sure we... None of this okay. is anything anyone wants to re-listen to. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. But you can see how it really turned into a heated debate on gentrification. Yeah. So we needed a, an intervention. David came back here. We got to find a way to, to cut into this. So we called... Uh, well, I, was, I mentioned to Jack, it popped in my head that we had spoken to a medium on the show once upon a time. And so I was like, oh, do you think if we could get a hold of Jen's friend... Who's the medium that we could get them on? And then he immediately went online. 
Wait, the show was so bad that we <laughs> were about to text a medium at 1 a.m. and be like, you up? That's right, yeah. <laughs> you up? <laughs> you want to talk Poltergeist 2 with us? So what I did instead was I Googled Ghost Hotline. Immediately. Immediately. Very, yeah. And the first... Very clutch. First result was an actual 24-hour Ghost Hotline. And you're like, you up? <laughs> Basically. Um, and it worked. They're very game. Paranormal Activity Hotline. Yeah, like picked up immediately. I mean, this is how the call started. Hotline. See, he just picks up and he's like, hotline. Um, so we explain the whole situation about what's going on in this church that was, oh, this hotel, those went to church, blah, 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 blah. And here's uh, some of the juicy uh, advice he gave us. This room that we're in was used as a morgue. I mean, does that make it more likely for us to be morgue? feeling this, this spirit? No. Um Usually, if you you stop and think about it, if the spirit's staying here, it's staying for a reason. If it felt like it died quick, before it's time, if it was murdered, uh, so forth and so on might be a reason for it to stick around. But a normal spirit would try to stay someplace it was happy at, not where it died at. That doesn't mean they're they're not there. It just means what you might be dealing with something a little more malevolent. <laughs> this went on for eight full minutes. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we got, we'll do the full rendition at the end. Like some cinema podcast listeners might be the only people who actually get to listen to to this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like I'm just saying, crank anchors, whatever jerky boys are all lucky. Jack's not in the prank phone call business because <laughs> <laughs> you held him. You held him on there. Yeah, and that like went on for a minute. It. Yeah, it's very impressive. <laughs> and it avoided any more of whatever else was going to happen. And then Thursday, watched uh, The Professional. We started our month of... Yeah. Of, uh, law and order. Down by down law. By law. Holds up. It's yeah, so good. good. Nothing like that Sting song, though, at the end to really pull you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I forget yeah. what song. I was like, oh, damn. Well. <laughs> and then Friday, Mean Streets. Friday, it was Mean Streets. Uh, which I'm sure was good. Yeah, uh, I've heard it's pretty good. Saturday was, we watched Escape from Alcatraz, and I like Clint Eastwood, he's a good actor, really good director. Yeah. But, I'm sure other people already picked up on this, but how did we not know that he's always been racist? Yeah. Like, he drops N-bombs and really inappropriate uh, (laughs) racism in a lot of his movies. Like, Dirty Harry, of course, is pretty racist, but Escape from Alcatraz finds a way to kind of be racist, too. The movie's fine, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, but it's like definitely some casual racism. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the normal narrative is like, oh, he's one of those guys that got old and got racist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it works yeah. that way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like he's seems like he's been racist. Yeah. It's like Take it down, Clint Eastwood. First, your hair goes gray, and you start losing your teeth, and then Grand Torino. Grand Torino. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Twelve Angry Men. Yeah, on, on which you Sunday. and I both said that we hadn't seen since high school. Since high school, or somewhere around then, held up so well. Yeah, it, actually, incredible movie. Um, <laughs> like as if people don't know that. The reason I'm I'm even describing the movies is what I more importantly want to get to is David. Where were you this weekend? Because you weren't at Suns. I know it's true. It's <clears throat> David's birthday, everybody. Yeah, Jack, you don't have like a sound. Come on, you don't even have a sound. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, All right, well, it's, it's David's fine. birthday, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Well, <laughs> perfect. Uh, uh, <laughs> hold on. Well, 
There we no, go. that's not it. There we go. Yeah, we were born. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dipped out to to New York uh, City. City, and uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, it was great. You know, ate a lot of good food. Had ramen. Had some delicious Puerto Rican food. Uh, drank some things. Went to some uh, good beer. Uh, yeah, had actually there there was a spot. The ramen spot had this like green tea matcha IPA that was green, and I was like, "That's cool." Which ramen was it? It was kar- karata or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of good ramen in New York. I know so much, so much. Oh. Yeah. Um, also went to uh, Death and Co, which is like this like very famous cocktail bar, and proceeded to. Uh, drink a fair amount and also try to find out where like asking all the bartenders where the Malort bars are. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have them? Uh, there was one guy that really liked Malort that was from Chicago and he's like honestly I don't know where you can find it and and he was like actually stay right here I have something that's like very much like Malort which by the way we're, we're gonna get uh, but it's like this like very like piney Bitter Amaro. What's it called? Like Alisser Nova Salis okay. something Vino Amaro. I don't know. And I tasted it. I was like, this is good. Like, this is nothing like Malort. This tastes like a normal thing. It was very I've bitter. I've got one that tastes like Malort I got but, from Jesse. Oh, nice. And actually, it's pretty close. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's something. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> so, yeah, I was a little disappointed. I didn't get to have any Malort while I was up there. Uh, if If... If you've never been to Suns, uh, we are Mount Pleasant's premier Malort bar. Cinema. Yeah, bar cinema. We're the best Malort cinema in Mount Pleasant. Probably in the country. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually probably true. Uh, Malort is a yeah super bitter drink. Tastes like grapefruit pith and, uh, I don't know, like dead wood, maybe. <laughs> There's like no way to describe yeah. how, If anyone's had Malort, you get it. Yeah, you have it's great. Go out and find yeah. it. I've gotten so used to it. I, yeah. I, pr- I prefer it. I prefer it. Um, <laughs> well, so where were the good Malort cinemas in New York? Um, yeah, so it didn't actually go to any cinemas, but there are a ton of great little. Well, let's some, uh, that, some that you know inspired us. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's let James Cagney maybe take us to the theater of New York to get in the in the zone to speak of, about New York theater. <laughs> Give my regards to Broadway. Remember me to Herald Square. Tell all the gang at 42nd Street that I will soon be there. Whisper of how I'm yearning. So although they don't have Sun Cinema, they're, yeah. they're kind of known around the country for having some good theater yeah. in New York. <laughs> Yes. Um, they brought us Hamilton. Um, yeah. Cats, probably. But I want to talk about movie theaters. Yeah. Um, so you didn't go in to any this time. I didn't go this time, but... You used to live there. Used to live there. Uh, so Spectacle, should we talk about Spectacle? Yeah, we, well, we, let's we... like list off a couple of them. Okay. Because like, we could spend a minute on Spectacle, hopefully. Totally. Uh, Metrograph is a newer one that's yeah. really nice in the Lower East Side. Okay, looking at the website here, this looks pretty clean. Yeah, they have a Metrograph has a has a nice website, well programmed. They Very show well a lot of good stuff. Totally. I'll, they I'll, were showing. I think it was at Metrograph. They were showing 
uh, this movie, like The Cat Comes to Town or something, and it was about this cat that puts on sunglasses and mm. all these psychedelic things happen. It was like a Czech movie. I know. It's like Baby's Day Out meets They Live yeah. with the cat. It was very our, up our alley. Uh, we'll look into it. Yeah, we might, we might steal that. <laughs> so Metrograph's kind of a newer one. I feel like, Jack, did you go to many of the, uh, the hip New York cinemas? Yeah, there's... Um, because like Nighthawk film opened forum, up, um, that Film Forum's one of my favorites. Yeah. Film Forum's great. They have incredible programming. Over, yeah, totally. West Village around Houston ish. Yeah. IFC used to be better. Yeah, yeah. I've been to IFC. What did I see there? Over, that's definitely West West Village. Um, what's the East Village Twin? There's like an East Village Twin or something that I like. Uh, yeah, or that the, small East Village. I mean, a theater. lot have closed. Um, there's it, a bunch Sun, of new Sunshine, ones. Sunshine, I think, closed. There's oh, some yeah. new ones, like in there's a new one in Greenpoint that's like called Film Noir or something, or like it's like in the uh, in the name. And then there's Syndicated, yeah, in oh, Bushwick. Bushwick. Yeah. Then there's Videology, which is was a video store and now is I don't even do they sell videos anymore. Now they're like a bar and a movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, they, they stopped movies. selling yeah. videos. I think. Cinema Village is another one. Let's just quickly go over these and pick which ones we think are cool and which ones aren't. Yeah. Uh, Because, like, for instance, has anyone been to Metrograph? I've never been. I haven't actually been. I got a drink there. It seemed nice and their programming is good, but I'll I'll, I'll give them like a meh. Yeah. (laughs) Just because we're so snobby, I'll give them a meh. Nighthawk's pretty cool. It's your, you can get a burger. Yeah. Okay. And they show, like, Kind of indie movies, like new indie movies and some cool old stuff. Right. They're cool. Yeah. Um, Pretty cool. Metrograph's a little more nose in in the air. Yeah. Uh, Film Forum? I was going to go to Film Forum last time I was up there. We were going to go see uh, The Death of Stalin Mm. because Steve Buscemi was going to be there. Damn. And then he bailed and then we're like, all right, we're not going to go see this. (laughs) (laughs) I think Film Forum is maybe the best. Yeah, that might be true. I've probably gone to the Union Station, whatever, like, Regal or whatever it is, more than anything else there. Yeah. Oh, Angelica's good, too. Oh, yeah. The uh, Lincoln Center, the Lincoln, or Lincoln, what is it? There's something. Lincoln Center? has a. There's a Lincoln something. Uptown. I saw a Band of Outsiders there. Oh, cool. Yeah. I okay. think that's what it oh, is. The Film Society yeah. Center thing? Yeah. Yeah. That one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, New York's you... great because they're just, look how many we're listing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, so there are all these cool places. There's a cool website also called ScreenSlate.com, which is run by one of the guys that does, or I believe he still does, the programming at Spectacle, which we haven't talked cool. about, which is kind of a big inspiration for us. Yeah, I'd say the mother of all theater. The best theater in New yeah. York. The best theater. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, it's a similar in size to us, but smaller. Um, Spectacle, it used to be a bodega. Okay. Right? Yeah. And uh, have you been there since they like kind of revamped? I have not. It's, it's still just like a little bit nicer than it was. Yeah. It's I not- mean, it's literally like a square room. <laughs> there's like a tiny little makeshift projection thing in the back, and then there's a screen. Yeah, and then behind the screen, there's a bathroom and like a little office I think they rent out. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like it was somewhat, like someone was living there also <laughs> the last time that I was there. So way back when you lived there... Spectacle had to be a big influence on Sons, right? Absolutely, like, because they have always, uh, I mean, one of the 
most fun things for us doing this is sort of pushing and seeing what we can throw out there and doing something unique. And like they nail that big time. They also, because they're in New York, it seems like they just have access to so much random shit. Like they'll show someone's random, like some, you know, person's 16 millimeter, whatever from the seventies that are like, is actually really good that has just been sitting in their apartment or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, they they have a lot of like you see often they have like sixteen millimeter, yeah, uh, programming throughout the month. I actually went there and saw, and this is a very Suns like I would say experience, <laughs> where uh, I went to see <clears throat> some like black and white Brazilian movie from the sixties. It was very like Japanese French New Wave, like very style stylistically cool, like noir or whatever, and. It was funny because it took about halfway through the movie to figure out what was wrong. But as we were watching, the subtitles were very confusing. And sparse. Uh, Yes, and sparse. (laughs) Um, And it took about halfway through the movie to realize that they had, like, formatted it on the screen incorrectly. And so we were watching the entire movie with only the first line of the (laughs) subtitles. (laughs) Such a son's move. Yeah. Which is actually, yeah. Charming. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we've done anything that... We've had things just stop working in the middle of the movie or... People faint. People faint. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But they were really cool. I mean, it was it was definitely like a, a cool local place where like afterwards I mentioned it to the guy. He was like, holy shit. Oh, no. And he like <laughs> offered to give me the like thumbnail, the thumbnail drive or something that it was on and he was like yeah if you want to borrow it you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna read Atlas Obscura's little blurb about Spectacle housed in a former bodega Spectacle is collectively run movie theater in Williamsburg Brooklyn established and staffed entirely by volunteers it's known for showing offbeat underseen jams and hosting events including live scores featuring local groups mass hypnosis <laughs> interactive theater and slideshows with tiki accompaniments the polar opposite of a chain theater this is no frills, cinephile haven, BYO snacks and beverages. Midnights are a specialty, though they're open seven days a week, year-round. Yeah, that sounds about right. And John Derringer, the guy that does the does a lot of the programming there, he started Screen Slate, which actually gives you, like, it's a very thorough guide of what's playing in New York and, like, goes through and, like, does reviews of, like, weird movies and stuff. That's cool. And, like, yeah. And does he cut some of those trailers? I'm... 95% sure. Spectacle also cuts great trailers. They do um, make amazing trailers. Yeah. yeah. See, we're just, we're fanboys of Spectacle. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they know about Suns. Yeah. They do. They, he, there's he, a collab in the works here, guys. He posted a thing of like him standing out in front of it during the day one day when we weren't no open. No shit. We're we cool. gotta have them on the show. That would be cool. You know, they do a radio hour. We'll, we'll hit well, them up. Well, you know, then they'll be even better. As guests. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should see if they'll get on. Hey, do you want to, We have some, like... Let's get them, the lady from Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> let's call the medium and call uh, Greg the ghost uh, hotline. Yeah. <laughs> Just, Just see what happens. Greg the ghost guy. Play Escape from New York in the background, and <laughs> it'll all make sense. Yeah. You guys get what we're doing? <laughs> Ryan and I both were just reeling over that the next day. We're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Like, I wasn't that surprised that you like, give us drinks, ask us to go till 1 a.m. on a Wednesday. Yeah. And, like, sure, it was going to get a little weird. Uh, but it was it was classic. Like, 
I think I was, I don't know. I think we were a little more understanding how psycho it was and understanding how it got there than the Washington City paper. Yes, guys. for sure. They were I, just done. I also wasn't, I felt kind of bad because it looked like it wasn't on that level before <laughs> we walked in. No, it was, it was headed there, though. Okay, good. Yeah. good. It's funny because the hotel kept asking me, they're like, can you give us a run of show exactly what time everything's going to start? Like, when's the, and I was like, no. That's just not how this is going to go. And they're like, I don't understand. I'm like, it's, you'll see. <laughs> now now they plans. understand. Now, now they get it. Yeah. Um, okay. Can we play uh, a clip? I was looking at Spectacles calendar just to like talk about some of the things that they're showing right now. One, they're showing Alien Zone, which I just thought that music sounded really cool on that uh, Miss Sibler, but we don't really need to play that clip. That is cool. Here, this is Alien Zone. Her name was I like Miss it already. Sibler. I'm not even looking at it. <laughs> she was a teacher. That's it. <laughs> That's dope. Uh, uh, yeah, the music's cool. And then this great Ed Wood movie they were showing uh, last month, and I think this month, Glenn or Glenda, which I've heard about but never seen. Uh, and that has a great trailer. Let's hear that trailer. Oh, hi, Tracy. Who put you up to this? Well, that election, but what do you mean? which we decided fucking election. <laughs> America! Nope. <laughs> yeah, we almost had it. We, we, like, we had time before the show today, wow. so we kind of like organized our clips. And I mislabeled every single one of them. Send my regards to Broadway. Yeah, exactly. Here is the actual trailer from Glenn or Glenda. Sorry about that. Then comes the major surgery. The removal of the man and the formation of the woman. A woman born at the age of 24. A new life is begun. The body of the woman within begins to appear now. The world is shocked by a person who changed his sex. Thus, the strange case of Glenn, who was Glenda, one and the same person, not half man, half woman, but nevertheless man and woman in the same body. He dares to enter the street dressed in the clothes he so much desires to wear. That sounds cool. Whoa. Right? 1953. I know. It's kind yeah. of a more thorough understanding than I currently hold of like <laughs> of non-binary yeah. gender. No. So they're showing cool. I will say not everything's like the most progressive. I've seen some weird exploitation movies there. Sure. But sure. there's a place for those as, as uh, Psychotronic Film Society will argue. Totally. But yeah, they do pretty cool out there stuff. Uh, other than that one with the bad subtitles, do you recall anything else you've seen there? Uh, I watched the um, uh, Metropolis, though, but the one with like the updated score. Ooh, that was pretty fun, with, like Queen and stuff on it. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I also watched. Uh, I did watch some newer Godard movie from like the eighties, and I yeah. I suffered through it to be honest. It was. From just, the 80s, huh? Yeah. It was just like his ramblings, but like it didn't, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. It was like probably Larry's favorite <clears throat> movie. Larry, never mind. Friend of the pod. Uh, I saw a telephone book there. Do you remember that? It's like this yeah, weird we that. 70s yeah, yeah. one. I oh, think that movie's great. Super weird. Yeah. That's the ending especially. Oh, yeah. That movie is so good. Um, Look into Telephone Book. Yeah, Telephone Books. Book. I think we've played clips from it before. It's just one of the weirdest, best black and white. It's like kind of early no-wave movie. It's a very yep. budget, 
Um, it's shot in New York. Shot right? in New York, yeah. yeah. Definitely no permits or anything. Just kind of cool creative cinema. Yeah. And I'm pulling up Metrograph. I remember that someone came to watch to watch that movie that had never been to Suns before. And they were like, this place is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's not always this weird. But that, that can go both ways, too, where someone... That's the great thing is when someone just randomly pops in for yeah. something. Because it can... One time we were doing something that had this like these weird like British puppets on the screen, and they were like, "All right, we gotta go, <laughs> like immediately." <laughs> what the hell is get this? Get out of here! Where are we? So we're and then we got Metrograph here. Um, I'm looking at their stuff. They've got some. Okay, Jack, this is where you're you're going to be helpful. This is what uh-huh. I was bringing up the websites here. So I think you can kind of judge how cool a cinema is by how bad their website is. So you're saying the worse the website looks, the better the cinema? Not entirely. <laughs> like there's certain markers, um, but but generally, it's like in a general sense, yeah. Because look at spectacles. I mean, spectacles is pretty special. Most of the titles are cut off by the like calendar box. Yeah, well, and try to find more details. And then you, on the, you hover your mouse. I actually over just did that, and, like, and I, somehow I ended up in a Google Doc before I got back it to the up, like <laughs> It'll pull up your Google Calendar. Yeah, when it's you like try to click on you, it. you put your mouse over the film, which you can't see because it doesn't fit in the date box. And then there's a pop up thing where it's like <laughs> light gray on white background, and you can't really read it. If I click, nothing happens. If I click, see more details. Yes, now I'm in my Google Calendar, <laughs> and it wants me to. I couldn't wants find. Me to add this to my calendar. <laughs> so I mean, that's pretty special. Do you I, think this is intentional, though? Oh, I don't. I don't think it is. But like intentionally bad. Right. You know. Wait. Have you guys seen O Street Mansions website? Do you guys know of the O Street Mansion? Sorry to totally sidetrack, but it. It's on the theme of websites. I'm here. O Street. Oh, my God. Look at their damn website. Oh, we've been over this before. And I've wondered, like, oh, are they so crazy that they they know what's going on? Because it's just an abuse. Woo. It's, it's absurd. Over, I could never overload. figure out what to do. There's a, a girl and a dog on it. It a says lot. holidays and special events. Tons of colors. Tons of stock photos. Um, a picture of Rosa Parks. From a, a, a screen grab from a YouTube clip on Rosa Parks. So, yeah, this weird... At least three or four fonts going on here. This is cool. Wow. So, yeah, I, I've wondered the same thing about, that you just said about Spectacle, about their website. Like, is it... If you're just tuning in, we're talking about websites. We're talking about the web. <laughs> <laughs> and multiple fonts. Okay, and then go Met- to... Metrograph has a very clean... Then go to Metrograph's. Metrograph's website looks really good. They have this whole, like, 50s font thing. It's clean. It looks like they had a designer here, you know, uh-huh. yeah. working on this. Whereas Spectacle's website, somehow I ended up on their Vimeo. I don't even know how that happened. Um, <laughs> That's a good place to be, though. There are a lot of good trailers. <laughs> Tons there. of good trailers here. This looks like a holdover from, like, GeoCities or, like, you know, build-your-own-website thing. Definitely. It just may be... <laughs> wow. Yeah, but Metrograph has I'm this nice... I'm kind of into it, though. It yeah. makes me want to go. Yeah. It is a cool little... And I think Suns, our website, falls as our programming... And Somewhere in the middle? Kind of does. Falls right in the middle of these, <laughs> yeah. actually. It's disappointingly functional, I'd say. The yeah. Suns website. Right now. Yeah. Ours, ours <laughs> functions pretty much. It's and the design o- Often. The design is cool, but there's no frills. It doesn't... Yeah. It's not like... You know, I'm not seeing... 
any mention of Malort when I click on the bar. Oh. Oh, yeah. should fix that. And we do need to add a link you know, to our show on there as well. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. You should probably have the radio show. Yeah. Well, 2019, new things happening for Sun Cinema. We're going we're gonna to step up our game. We're going to become... We're just going to become better. Yeah. Really. That's we're, the New Year's resolution. We're putting them in now. Yeah. So, yeah, 2019, we'll have a website. But first, to even get to 2019, we've we got to get through 2018. 2018, which brings us to our election night coverage tonight, November 6, 2018. Ooh. Where will you be? Uh, you want to play, <laughs> Jack, play your election coverage clip. <laughs> America, oh. take a good look at your beloved candidates. Oh, not They're one. nothing but hideous space reptiles. Oh. It's true. We are aliens. But what are you going to do about it? It's a two-party system. You have to vote for one of us. Right. This is a two-party system. <laughs> well, I believe I'll vote for a third-party candidate. Go ahead. Throw your vote away. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we're, we're trying not to be that cynical. Actually, do go vote for yeah. the, Please. the less evil of the ruling parties. <laughs> Please, today. Please. So what are we gonna, if you're in Virginia or Maryland. Yeah, if you're in Maryland, please vote for Ben Jealous. I know you're not listening to this podcast right, right. now before you vote. I go, got prep on the way to the polls. Yeah, remember, um, this is going to be heard by most people after yeah. mm, the results well, have come in. Let's just make predictions then. Yeah, I think that's a good good place to take it. <laughs> All right, guys. I don't think Jealous is going to pull how, it off, but how are you, I would like him to. How do you guys want to vote? Who are you voting for? Are we all voting in D.C.? I'm voting after this in I D.C. I can't wait to vote for our shadow senator. Yeah. I'm voting. I was on his podcast, by the way. What? Michael Brown, Shadow Senator Michael Brown. Michael Brown, yeah. So he, uh, when I, before we opened the radio station, he um, asked me to be on his podcast via phone, and I forgot, mm. I forgot that I booked it, and I was out with Allison Lane, uh, host of GTFO Radio here, and she got me smashed cool. on a Sunday, like really drunk, and then the Google notification came up, and I was like, oh fuck. So Why somewhere I'm really, really drunk on my good D Brown's <laughs> podcast, repeating like the same line, like full, full service is like, you know, the community radio. It's, yeah. so, I hope he wins. <laughs> Have yeah. you ever called a ghost? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Emily Gatsoy, friend of the podcast, Ward 1. Totally. I, I voted yeah. for her already. I'm going to go run the poll for her later today. Oh, nice. No. Feel oh, yeah. good about it, standing in the rain, telling people to vote for her. Well, let's make predictions. Maryland, Ben Jealous is definitely going to pull it off. Of course. No, he has no chance. I know. Goddamn Post and all these bullshit Democrats endorse mm. Hogan, so Emperor Hogan. Yeah. Who, who do you guys want to see lose nationwide? Definitely Ted Cruz. I mean, the, yeah. the big three are Georgia, Florida, and Texas, right? Those are the I mean, big three to keep, keep an eye on. Yeah. Now. Those are the things that would make us feel better tonight, sure, right? If yeah, Gillum yeah. wins, that guy is... Gillum wins, that'd be so dope. <laughs> or if Abrams wins. There's a, a not, uh, this isn't talked about very much, but Congressman Pete King has been representing Suffolk County in Long Island for like 
25 years oh, yeah. or something. I really fucking hope he loses. It's a long shot. <clears throat> um, Who's, I, I saw something about this. Who's he up against? A working mom, which is really, really dope. And um, she's brand new to politics. Her name is, I think it's Liuba, is how you say it? Gretchen Shirley. Um, yeah, he's a 26-year incumbent. So, I don't know. It's going to be tough. She's, What's his name? His stupid name is Peter King. Peter King. Yeah, yeah, he sucks. Um, So hopefully there's an upset there. And hopefully Stephen King goes down too. Steve King. Steve, yeah. He's a jerk. And on the Steve's with the last name K, uh, I think from where I'm from, this guy Steve Knight, who I'm quite sure is a racist ex-police officer, and he's been the sitting congressional representative in California, and hopefully he loses today. But... Probably not likely. Uh, who knows, right? Um, if just give us Gillum, Beto, Abrams, give us one of them. Yeah, we'll pop some champagne. Yeah, pop a Molotov cocktail. I feel like yeah, a mixed bag is our best bet. Is that so? We did a we did election coverage at Suns in 2016. We should maybe talk about this. Yeah, we were all there. <laughs> yep. And uh, were you there, Jack? Was. I sure was. Yeah. You got there late, too. I got there late. And it was not fun. No, it wasn't fun. So we decided this time to not do anything cute. Uh, That time we made all these, like, cocktails with funny names at the time before. before I was out doing interviews with all, um, I was doing interviews with all women in the community, you know, about, like, yeah, obviously, you know, counting the, what do they say? Counting your chickens before they're hatched. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Before they roost. Right. Yeah, I do have some footage somewhere of interviews I did at Suns. Like, oh, wow. As it was really dark. Yeah. God damn. It's not good. We, like, cleared out more room, like, so people could stand, because we were like, it's going to turn into a party. But then it was just, it like, people suck. crying on the floor. And I remember late night, there was uh, what, t- I have two very distinct memories. One of a guy that just kept coming up and, like, ordering, like, half shots of vodka. Oh, uh, everything about that Oof. awful. And closing out his check every time, I'm like, what do you just just keep it open? And and finally, he came up to me and he put his hand out to shake my hand. And he said, "Today is the worst day of my life." <laughs> and I was like, "All right." And then I do recall, once everything was very clearly decided, there was a point where there was some rage against the machine happening. And people well, were so. There's that. Th- that was a little bit cathartic. <laughs> I guess G- gave us something. Gave us something there. Yeah. Remember how like that felt so awful, and now it, here we good are. Good thing it didn't. Good thing it didn't go as bad as everyone <laughs> could have possibly predicted. Uh, on that note, let's play some Tim and Eric. Let's. Yeah. Uh, here's, <laughs> yeah. Here's, a, here's our tonight's actually, election there's coverage. A, there's a, an, an announcement <laughs> coming in live right now. Good morning, everybody. Um, we have a very important announcement. Tim and Eric are running for president. Um, I'm Tim Heidecker running for president, and my running mate will be Eric Werheim. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Let's flip it up. Eric Werheim, president, and Tim Heidecker as a, in a smaller font, in Jokerman font. Tim Heidecker, vice president. Quick correction on that. Um, appreciate your statement, and <laughs> I want to just uh, add to that that it'll be Tim Heidecker, President, and Eric Wareheimer as the vice president. 
if I could just make an amendment on that, Tim Heidecker present with a vice, you know, with the vice included, and Eric Wertheim <laughs> with no vice, it's a full president. Tim Heidecker running for president, best, uh, first place. The second place would be Rick Heidecker. I'm the number one dog, Eric Wertheim for president, <laughs> and my sidekick, my little man, Tim Heidecker is VP, vice president, smaller. Smaller. If this doesn't get your ass to the polls today, <laughs> I don't know what will. I know you're all pre-gaming with the Sun Cinema podcast, getting ready to vote democracy back into the authoritarian regime. Uh, we're uh, that. Let's uh, let's go to the Greg the Ghost, and we're gonna go work the polls and vote. Yeah, let's do it. So we'll end with the uh, full unedited call to the Ghost Hotline from Halloween night. Oh, he, he just says hotline when he answers. So I'm wondering if he also puts on Google, like, other hotlines. And just, yeah. like, waits, and waits to, to hear. See what you're going to ask. <laughs> what, which oh. one is this? I was also waiting for him to, like, say, for more, you know, buy my whatever, but it was just free. You know? Though I haven't checked my phone bill. See, without, without <laughs> the chains of capitalism, our human uh, energy will be more well spent towards fulfilling uh, needs like ghost hotlines. Amen. Well, here we go. Vote, well, vote ghost. <laughs> Hotline. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I had just called you earlier, so we, um, we're in Washington, D.C. here and wanted to connect with you because we're in a church of Christian science that has since turned into a hotel. Now, back in 1922, this was used as a temporary morgue because there was an accident at a theater across the street. So there have been stories about basically spirits inhibiting this space um, I guess from those times, I, I don't know what you can do to help, if you can do anything to help, but it's kind of really pervading all of our minds right now, and I don't know what kind of insight you can provide, but that's that's where we're at. We're in this space right now and just kind of feeling weird. Uh, what's been happening? Just kind of feeling vibrations. Um, kind of hard to articulate but vibration would be the best word i could use for what's happening here sound vibration y yeah and and it feels physical almost same you got any kind of equipment with you i do you know yes i not any professional equipment around measuring these kinds of things i have i'm a musician i have recording equipment but i don't know if that really applies in this situation possibility have you tried recording anything yeah i have I, i'm not getting anything but i don't know <laughs> why i would um like i said it just feels like a physical vibration okay taking any pictures should i it's always a chance you could capture something and what 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 should i look for what are there settings i should put on my camera like what what should i do to capture this you want to go with a slow reaction, so tone down your camera to where it takes five or six pictures at one time, but not very fast, just one, two, three, four, five. Okay. Um, okay. And what would I be same, looking for in those photos? Same. Well, uh, if, if you feel the vibration in a certain spot more than other spots, I take pictures in that area. If someone says they feel some cold or heat, take pictures of that. Try to capture something feeling. 
So heat, is heat something I'm looking for? I'm sorry? Is heat something I'm looking for? Is temperature important? Yes. Well, yeah. Temperature change is always important. If a spirit around, it affects the temperature in the area. It could be colder, hotter. And what are the like? What, what's the likelihood? I don't know how these things work, but like I said, in 1922, this room that we're in was used as a morgue. I mean, does that make it more likely for us to be feeling this this spirit? No. Um, usually, if you, if you stop and think about it, if the spirit's staying here, it's staying for a reason. If it felt like it died quick, before its time, if it was murdered, uh, so forth and so on might be a reason for it to stick around. But a normal spirit would try to stay someplace it was happy at not where it died at that doesn't mean they're they're not there it just means what you might be dealing with something a little more malevolent okay that no that's helpful um are there any films you would recommend watching that could kind of help us research more of this the only way you're going to ever get any kind of uh experience is by doing it yourself you can read up on certain things like the emf meter that you would want to, to validate something coming in because the it would emanate some sort of energy uh, some of the most practical things for someone who don't have a lot of money to spend to investigate um, a balloon filled with helium string tape it to the ground and see if certain uh, exterior factors come into matter uh, where wind comes in, a window that's not sealed totally or a wall that's thin that doesn't have the uh, uh, insulation in it to stop the, the wind from cutting through and everything. This would change your temperature right? depending on the type of year. Powder on the ground if you're hearing footsteps to see if you can capture any footprints of someone that you don't know. It's there, so you would basically uh, put the powder down and take pictures of it, and then come back after a while and see if there's any other footprints there. Make sure that everybody's with you. It's uh, at that time accounted for, so you can't say it was somebody else that came in. Most of the time, when you hear footsteps, it's either going to be uh, uh, barefoot or. Uh, a heavy sole with shoe that the spirit might wear back in the times. Uh, ask questions that are practical to the area. Did someone that you know, you can get a name of that was in that area that was dead and ask if that's the person or what their name is and see if you can verify that name to the list of people that was there sure. in this temporary morgue. Uh, use common sense on most of your things. Uh, don't ask questions you don't want to know answers to. Uh, this so you, is so helpful. Um, what about clothing? Is, is that something we should be considerate of? Well, if you can capture, if you can capture an image and then verify, you said nineteen twenties, that the clothing they might be wearing is from the twenties, that might be helpful. Uh, again, it didn't have to be someone that was put in there in the twenties. It could be somebody that was killed on the street by the house, and for some reason it stayed there. Just depends. You have to do a lot of research. It's just not like it shows on TV that, you know, action cue ghost. 
it doesn't work that way. Uh, I've done many investigations five or six times and only captured evidence one or two times out of the five or six, and it might be the same. It might be different. Uh, again, I don't pass judgment if I believe it's paranormal or not. Uh, I just take the evidence I've gathered and put it in a, a, a to where people could reside over it, to, to view it again, to see if they've captured anything like this in their field. I do mostly uh, private homes, businesses, and so forth that want to prove they're not haunted, not that they are haunted. Right, okay. Um, and, and, I mean, hey, maybe we could bring you in here sometime. That would really be great. What's your name again? I'm sorry. I'm Don. Don, I really thank you so much for your help tonight. No problem. You can also go to my website. There's a way to do a paranormal investigation. There's also a book I've written in there that has not been published yet. It's just my web book that people can come in there and find out what the certain things are, names of demons and so forth and so on that we've researched over the years. I've been doing it for 45 years. I really appreciate that, Don. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great night. Um, you too. Good luck. Okay. And good luck to you. Uh-huh.